Hello and welcome back to the daily study of the way of mastery. Today we continue with lesson three, the power of forgiveness, section three, the veil of projection. And we're going to complete this section with paragraphs six, seven, and eight, where Jeshua continues. If you would have these things be different, it must begin with you. For the way to heal the world is not by seeking to change what is on the outside, but by first changing what is on the inside. When that change has occurred, you will become a conduit for an energy that knows how to use your gifts and how to place you in just the right situations. And a great power will work effectively through you. The power alone that knows how to heal your world. So before we go on to the next paragraphs, let's just, there's so many key words in this paragraph. And if you go to our previous episode where Jesh was talking about like the legal system and imagining a new way, this is building on that. So he says, if you would, if you would have these things be different, it must begin with you. This is the, the famous Gandhi quote, be the change you wish to see in the world. But if you just look around, so many people want to fix the world out there and make changes out there. And while they're, you know, they're saying, they're saying that they want certain things, they want peace, they want equality, they want justice, but they're saying it with such a feeling and sense of, of judgment, of wrong making. And we're never going to have peace if that, like with that, I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying that's what it is. And they probably don't even realize it or they probably feel helpless and they feel like that's the only way to get change is to get angry so they get they they can be heard or people that do violent acts in the name of peace. It doesn't make any sense. But in, 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 the, in the logic, in their mind, it's like this is the way things are going to change. So Jeshua says it must begin within you. The way to heal the world is not by changing what's on the outside, but by first changing what is on the inside of you. When that change has occurred, he says, you will become a conduit for an energy that knows how to use your gifts. That's important. You'll be an instrument, a conduit. You don't you're not the one making you're not the one doing the things you might like your ego wants to take credit. Look at me. I'm doing this. I had an inspired like so the thought comes in as inspiration when we do our inner work. And when we become a conduit, a conduit is a channel. It's a vessel. It's not us doing the work, but we want to take credit for it. Our ego wants to take credit for it. We are just the this vessel, empty, and we are filled with inspiration. We're filled with the divine. We're filled with the, the thought, the love, the idea, that energy that knows how to use your gifts. So you have spirit. Certain gifts, everybody has their own gifts. We're not the same, yet we compare ourselves to each other all the time and then suffer in despair and just use comparison as a way to judge ourselves. But anyways, that's a different thing, right? You have certain gifts, and th- this this passage is just inviting us to trust that as you do your inner work, you will be a conduit for the energy that knows how to use your gifts, and how to place you in just the right situations. This takes all the pressure off. At least it does for me. I don't have to know what to do. I don't have to have the I don't have to like figure out the right strategy and then make it happen. I open and receive guidance, receive inspiration, and then just trust that 
whatever I am and whatever my gifts are, and as we get to know ourselves, we kind of have an idea about what our gifts are, that I'll be put in the right situation. Instead of me judging where I think I need to be, wherever I am I is where is the most useful. Imagine that. Imagine if you really knew in your bones, you had no doubt that wherever you were in any moment was the perfect place for you to be. How much like stress would that relieve so many of us are trying to be somewhere other than where we are whether it's like oh i hate my job i gotta be out of this job somewhere else but what if while you're still in that job it's where you need to be both for you and the people around you but we judge and we say no that's not right how do you know so it's it's an act of faith as well that you'll be placed in just the right situations. And then Jeshua says, and a great power will work effectively through you. We also judge him what's effective. Oh, that's not working. This didn't go the way that I wanted to, or, or this isn't happening in the timing I think it should. Look at this. What a tragedy. Why is this happening? We just judge, 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 as if we know how arrogant and ignorant and blind we are. Are we willing to trust and have faith and drop in that a great power, the infinite, the only power, will work effectively through you. So what Jeshua is saying here, I know I'm going a lot on this, but like what Jeshua is saying here is that you are an instrument for an energy that knows how to use your gifts, where you need to be, and will work effectively through you. So you don't need to know how to do those things. That's not your job. So relax, trust, be where you are. Right. That's what that, this ta- again, it takes all the pressure off the power alone that knows how to heal your world will work through you. And that's a key word. The key word in that little section, the power alone that knows how to heal your world. The, the word, the key word is alone. Only this power knows how to heal your world. We don't clearly we don't know how to heal the world. Look at the world around us when we try to do it as little egos, things don't get healed. Only this power alone, the power of love, knows how to heal the world. In paragraph 7, Jeshua continues, There are many that would love to march for peace by angrily attacking those who make war. But if you would create peace in the world, you must be at peace within yourself. And that's kind of what I said earlier, uh, so I'm not going to spend too much time on that. It's pretty self-explanatory. You, if you would create peace in the world, you must be at peace within yourself. Now, our brains don't understand that. Our minds like, well, if we just stop fighting against the ones that are doing things we don't like, it's never going to change. But have we ever really done that? Have we ever really done that from a place of love, not victimization, but a place of love and power and strength standing in our peace? You could say that Gandhi inspired the nation of India to do that through nonviolence, and they conquered the, at the time, I believe, the largest empire in the world, not through guns and bullets. So is there a model for us? Yes, there is. Do we have the courage to do it? That remains to be seen. In paragraph eight, Jeshua says, projection is an act of trying to get rid of what you do not want to own within. It is the effect of the denial of truth. So the cause is denying truth, the truth that nothing you experience is caused by anything outside of you. No, I don't like that. 
I don't like that. I'm going to deny that. And that's what projection is. It's, you know, it's not inside. I'm not the creator. I'm not powerful. Boom. Projected outside. Projection, Jeshua continues, colors your brother or sister with the very energies that you would judge within yourself. How can you begin to break the pattern of projection? How can you allow the bridge of forgiveness to be built? It is actually quite simple, but it will require your commitment. So I, I don't know if this is this isn't really a, a crazy statement to say that uh, part of the ego experience, part of this belief in separation, and is an is the belief of unworthiness. We all, I think, every human can relate to this feeling of unworthiness. And so Jeshua says, projection colors your brother or sister with the very energies that you would judge within yourself. So if we are all judging ourselves on some level that we're unworthy, that we're not enough, we're putting that on everybody else too. And every judgment in a way stems back to that. How can you begin to break the pattern of projection? First of all, you have to want to. You have to have a willingness. Otherwise, it's never going to happen. And then Jeshua says, how can you allow the bridge of forgiveness to be built? It is actually quite simple, but it will require your commitment. So it's simple, and he's going to walk us through how in this in this lesson and the whole way of mastery. But it requires commitment. A lot of people don't like commitment. You know, when things don't seem to go the way that you want them to, or you don't feel like, let's say, like working out. I don't see results right away. Eh, I thought I was I thought I said I want to get in shape, but uh, there's days where I'm just too tired or I don't feel like it or, you know, something else popped up that got in the way or I'm not seeing results right away. And so I kind of stop my you know workout, my routine. Right. That's not commitment. Commitment is showing up when you don't want to showing up when it doesn't seem like anything's happening and continuing to do the work. That could be in a relationship. That can be in meditation practice. It could be in anything, commitment, being all in. So it's simple, but it requires commitment. And that's why we do things together. That's why we go to the gym with accountability partners. That's why we have people in our corner on our team encouraging us, believing in us when we forget and helping us be accountable when we don't want to be. So thanks for listening. Have an amazing day. If you get value from this, like, subscribe, share. Sorry, my dog's barking in the background. I'm trying to wrap this up. Uh, Send us a message, hello at revelationbreathwork.com, and we'll see you next time.